Ladies and gentlemen, I need not pause to say how very delighted I am to be here tonight. This is the audio, now digitized, found last fall by Amherst College Special Collections archivist Mariah Levitt. She was sorting through some boxes and came across a reel with the label Martin Luther King Jr., President, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, Summer of Our Discontent. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I, bet it, I bet tons of people have this, but I'll just check. After a quick online search, Levitt realized it could be the missing recording from a speech King gave on February 6, 1964, at the New School for Social Research in New York City. And from that day, the school only had a recording of King's question-and-answer session. Levitt says before she called the school, she needed to make sure the audio was for real. We didn't want to start getting everybody all worked up before we knew that the real really held the speech on it um, and that it was going to be usable. So as soon as it came back um, from digitization, I did call them right up. They were very excited. 1964 should be the year of creative response from the white community and the political power structure of our nation. King, like other great orators, was a recycler of speeches, and librarians say he was likely working out the text here for a book. In this version, King makes the call for the passage of the Civil Rights Bill. And if this bill does not pass... The already ugly sore of racial injustice on the body politic may suddenly turn malignant, and our nation may be inflicted with an incurable cancer that will totally destroy our political and moral health. And so the U.S. House passed its version four days later. For New England Public Radio, I'm Jill Kaufman. 1964. It was on a day in June of 1963 that a great intelligent young man stood before the nation and he said in beautiful eloquent terms that the problem of racial injustice is a moral problem. And he went on to say that it is as old as the scriptures and modern as the constitution. It is a question of whether we will treat our neighbors as we ourselves want to be treated. And on the heels of this, he presented to the Congress of our nation the most comprehensive civil rights package ever presented by any president of our nation. Since that time, this great man has been cut down by an assassin's bullet, and our nation has known a dark night. But I'm convinced that the greatest tribute that America can pay to the late President Kennedy is to bring this civil rights bill into reality in its present form without watering it down and after the bill is passed to see that it is vigorously enforced. The other response must be the response of all individuals of goodwill which will cause them to work with determination in 1964 to see that all of the barriers of segregation and discrimination are removed from our nation. We must see that this is not only a sectional problem, but it is a national problem. No section of our country can boast of clean hands in the area of brotherhood. And it is one thing for a white person of goodwill in the North to rise up with righteous indignation when a bus is burned with freedom riders in Anniston, Alabama, or when a church is bombed in Birmingham, killing four innocent, beautiful, unoffending girls.
it is all